Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Watched a Movie, the podcast version. This is actually what you're about to hear uh, is a Friday the 13th movie review that we did a couple years ago. Yes, honey? You wondering who I'm talking to? I'm too loud for you? Come here and say hi. Come here. What you guys are about to watch or listen to is one of our Friday the 13th reviews. I'll be putting them all up. Say hi. Hi. What's your name? Ellie James Holtz. Ellie James Holtz. (laughs) Can you say, I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason? Is that too? I don't know how to say that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Say, get some gosh darn wham up in you. I don't know how to say that either. Okay. All right. Well, what you guys are about to watch is, uh, that was my uh, four-year-old Ellie, is uh, one of our movie reviews. from. Behind every company, there's a time-tested engine keeping it moving. After earning his master's in accounting degree online from Grand Canyon University, Isaac's helping drive his client's business forward by identifying efficiencies and building business models. He's become a core team member, keeping clients on budget and ensuring their success. What do you think accounting careers look like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Um, a couple years ago when we did all the movie reviews for the Friday the 13th series, we dressed up in short shorts uh, and uh, like campers for a few of them and actually did them outside. So if you hear some bugs flying around. I wore a baby in mommy Tommy. <laughs> Yes, you were a baby in mommy's tummy. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this. I'm going to be putting all these up on the podcast from now until Friday the 13th because we have a Friday the 13th coming up in March. So, uh, March, it's it's on the 13th in case anyone was wondering. But uh, we'll have yeah. – yeah, we'll have that and a whole bunch of awesome Friday the 13th content between now and then and on that day as well. So uh, we love your effing faces and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Shit. 
Check out my fucking shorts! Shut the fuck down! God, it's so nasty. I saw your ball hanging I'm out, you old man Smithers. I'm wearing my wife's shorts. Hey, Halloween guys! Halloween fucking horror Oh! 2017! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, girl! Keep it going! Short shorts! Can you see Ooh, our balls? It fucking spilled. We dressed up like, uh, like, like counselors from the uh, from the early 80s, 80s yeah. and wore short shorts. And when we set up the camera, we'll st you can't even see it. It sucks, man, because we really put a lot of hard effort into this. Mike's wearing fucking speedos, and I had to cut some jeans. Bumblebee to tuna. Make fucking these short shorts, and we you can't even see it. My balls are actually showing. Friday the 13th, part two. Guys, this Halloween Horror Month, we're re-going back, because we've gotten better at this over the years, I feel like, I <laughs> yeah, hope so. A little bit. We're re-going back, and we're doing all the Freddies, all the Jasons, all the Michaels. The thing that we did our very first inaugural year of Halloween Horror Month, we're going back and redoing all them shits. I stretched a lot of fucking hams. Yeah! Yeah! Uh -huh. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> What? I like beans! So it's really just a continuation of part one, but this time around, Sean Cunningham's not gonna direct Victor, er, Victor. <laughs> Tom Savini is not doing the special effects, which Sucks, is a huge man. fucking bummer. He's not doing the gore, because even he said, and that's really the problem going into this movie, is the way that they ended Friday the 13th, the original, with the dream sequence. Was it a dream sequence? Was it not a dream sequence? When Jason pops out of the water after it turns out that his mom was a killer for the full movie, well, it, it didn't make it. sense to him. So it he was, was like, a... I did the, the, the burning, I think it was, or the crossing, whatever it was. He was like, because I thought, fuck that shit, and I don't blame him. At well, that time, I would have read that and been like, nah, dog. It, it, it was a dream sequence. I mean... It's been established. Has it? It has, Mike. Tell me all your thoughts on God, because I'd really like to meet him. <laughs> tell me all your thoughts on God. But we have a new crew of camp counselors going to um, Crystal Lake. Actually, they're not going to Crystal Lake, Mike. You're wrong. Well, you they're know, going to the counselor training center. It's in the goddamn geographical region. <laughs> it's actually that. That was one of the a lot of bucks. That was one of the main things about it that I always thought was kind of stupid. You're going, you're not going to Crystal Lake. You're going to something adjacent to Fistle Crystal Lake. Lake. It's literally a yeah, <laughs> Fistal Lake. We're going to Fistal Lake. Everyone's going to have a lawsuit. Uh, but you're going to Fistal Lake right across the street from Crystal Lake. But it's not Crystal Lake. It's a counselor training center. Because this movie comes out in 1981. One year exactly after the nine murders that took place literally right next door to the fucking count, uh, the camp counselor center. And you guys are like, oh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Because I smoked a lot of doobie and had a lot of beer, and I don't care. I just want to get laid Toke? by rocket titties. This was the first time that we were introduced to the old baghead, Jason. Old baghead is old what I like baghead is coming around to see if you've been naughty or nice. And whether you've been naughty or nice, he's going to fucking slice your dick off. This it doesn't is, matter. Dude, this movie has so many problems and there's so much there's so many shit problems. But there's, there's fucking Baghead but Jason. old Baghead, dude, this is the one time. Yeah. The one time in Jason history that you get old Baghead Jason. And I fucking love Baghead Jason. To me, he's scary as shit. He hasn't gone to fucking, you know, Dick's All Sporting Goods and got the <laughs> hockey mask my, yet. My favorite scene, maybe, I mean, ah, dude, that's, that's a rough one. But Shoot. if you want to talk about you maybe be, the you entire... Gotta, you gotta calm down. Woo! Calm down. Yeah. Maybe the entire. Is that what you do when you come? <laughs> <laughs> Start barking like a chihuahua. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. 
when she runs into the door and she shuts the door behind her and you see Baghead Jason in the windowsill yeah. fucking running. Like running, like I'm gonna get me some fucking bitches. <laughs> Just running down the hill. That scene actually was scary. Well, to me. the thing about this movie I love was, Baghead. Is, you know, we remember uh, Friday the Thirteenth the remake, which we're, we're gonna get there, guys. Don't you worry. We're gonna go all the way through this fucking. They should magical. remake Baghead Jason. Yeah, Baghead Jason was great. Uh, Just for I one know film. that I know that Jason is iconic with the hockey mask, and Jason will always be the hockey mask. Jason. He's but, Becky with the good hair. But the Baghead. You know, looking like a reject from the Ku Klux Klan. Like, you just weren't good enough. Fucking shit's like this. Hire, Captain! <laughs> he has no eyeballs. No there. rose for you, you're but, done. Um, Jason in this, much like what they did in the, I think it was 2011 remake, um, he lived off the land. A mentally challenged kid that grew up as a man living out in the wood, the boonies, and just took what he wanted and, and used that as survival means, and yeah. whoever invaded his space he fucking killed because yeah. he didn't like that. Very beginning of this movie, uh, I kind of I didn't like. Uh, it kind of reminded me of The Exorcist 2 Heretic when it was just a recap of what was going on in the first yeah. one. The Exorcist 2 should never have happened, honestly, because Linda Blair was wasted in that because literally you just retold the whole fucking story. Yeah. The first 10 minutes of this movie or 15, which you could have just snipped the fuck out, is uh, old Alice chick laying on the bed rolling around as you do, dreaming about the Crystal Lake thing and, and Jason coming out of the water, even though that apparently never happened. It was more like Rocky too. It's just so fucking wild, man, because it's in a neighborhood, it's in a suburb, and Jason is there. I mean, yeah, what are you doing there? Yeah, I was like, why are you here? That's there's not no, your MO, dog! There's no woods here. Um, but he goes to get revenge on that bitch because, you know, she decapitated, you know, his mom, and apparently he saw it. He was in the woods somewhere, like, eating some jerky, and was like, you just killed my mama. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna kill you with a screwdriver. Wrestling with Scott But I will say that death scene was pretty cool. Um, because she wakes up from her dream, you know, violently as you do, I guess, in, the, in horror movies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've never woken up from a dream. Like, when I wake up from a nightmare, I'm like, when I wake up from a nightmare, I, I guess a normal reaction would be like, but she was like, Hah! I did that one time in my life. I had a dream that I was being buried alive, and I woke up going, <laughs> My wife woke me up, and I was like, Hah! Did you do the blood sport thing? You're like, uh, But yeah, she wakes up violently, goes to the kitchen to have some sip of water to get over this. She opens the fridge up and sees the decapitated head of Pamela Voorhees, and she's like, Oh, fuck, I thought I left that in the forest. <laughs> and then, you know, old backhead, which you don't know is backhead yet at this point. He comes up behind her, choke slam, little bit of cane, a little bit of screwdriver action, right through the fucking skull. Ice pick. And then boom, Friday the 13th, part two. Funny story about that scene, there's a whole thing behind that is the the, the girl's agent, they, they asked her to come back for the movie and her agent wanted way too much money. So it's the same thing that happened with Danielle Harris. Which, I mean, a lot of people probably thought Alice was gonna be, you know, and killing her, off, give her and killing her off in the second movie, that's ballsy as fuck, It's ballsy, man. but they just did it based on necessity. And again, it's something I love, hate about the Friday franchise is um, it, it's just kind of, it all just kind of happens by accident. And that's fun. Like, that's fucking, that's, 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 that's it's necessity it, yeah. and budget or whatever. And it's just a calamity. So let's it, talk about, let's talk about Paul. Fuck Paul. I love Paul. Paul! 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 Paul. I hate Paul. Paul. Paul's no, a I, you know, I fucking like Paul. dick. You, you know what? what? I kind of like you him. You would. Uh, no, because I'll tell you why I liked him. He didn't give a fuck that he was an asshole, and he didn't give a shit. He he's the main head counselor, right? And he takes his job very seriously. Like he reminded me of uh, 
fucking Farva in Super Troopers. <laughs> like everything's very serious with him. He's like, look, uh, there's new techniques that come out. Uh, you've all got to be trained here. And you know, these kids that show up for the counseling training seminar are just like, look, we just want to get high and fuck and drink beer, as you do. And he's like, no, listen, uh, check your menstrual cycles, bitches, because yeah. uh, there might be bears. The bears can smell the menstruation. Right. And then he's like, you know, he is very douchey, but I like the fact that he really contributed. He, he felt like I mean, Cyclops. I fucking, yeah, he did, <laughs> he he did like feel Cyclops. like, he did feel like Yeah, that. like he was Cyclops of the X-Men. But he goes, and the girl shows up, you know, uh, Jenny. what turns out to be the final girl. Jenny shows up. Well, hey girl, if you're going to show up late to the party, be the first one. Now, I like that one girl with the midriff. Yeah, she was, well... Well, you knew. I mean, you knew. She I knew she was gonna talk die. Talk about telegraphy. She was eye candy. As she fuck, walks but... into the woods and her fucking butt cheeks are just going jang a lang a lang out in the fucking. And that guy, like, that guy, like Dennis the Menace, like fucking slingshots. Like it was Waterworld. That shit would never happen today, and by her the way. Butt cheeks were Kevin Costner. I like that guy though. Yeah, he was cool. I liked him too. And he's still in good shape. You today. know who I like the most though in this movie? And I mean, I'm sure most of you guys feel the same way. I like the guy in the wheelchair. Me too. Man. I thought he was the best part of it, and, and I thought he was so unique. The character, uh, you know, having that he's in a wheelchair and stuff, I really thought it was going to be... I mean, I know they telegraphed it early, and I already said that. Like, I knew that that chick was going to be the main girl, but I really wish it was going to be him because it just would make cool... Like, it not, not make sense, but it would be cool that a guy in a wheelchair would survive it. But in a world where, in these movies, the final girl never actually usually survives the next movie anyways, he kind of was the final girl because he got the shining moment. He got the best kill he got fucking, of the movie. He got thrown down some goddamn sets from Disney World. Well, dude, like, he was just like, come from? oh, I'm just pushing my wheelchair... Fucking machete in the face, deep in the face, that and was then you saw him the roll down, and then you got the homage to one where it was just like white screen. The the one thing I want to know is where the fuck did those goddamn steps come from? Because I never saw those long ass steps to the bed. I mean, it <laughs> everyone like, loves the slinky. I think it's gonna be a record. <laughs> but I mean, it really was. Those, those fucking those, those steps came out of nowhere. Like, and literally, he gets hit with a fucking machete to the face, rolls back. And goes down these long ass steps to fucking the Great Wall of China, and you're like, what are the fucking steps? I mean, it was a great shot. Honestly, I gotta say, I like that shot. A lot of people think that shot's corny, the way they like zoomed it. in on it and then they whited it out. I thought that was really cool. But um, yeah, it sucks that he died. But uh, well, first off, the most disappointing thing I think about this movie is the way Ralph gets it. Because Ralph seems like this classic fucking movie character where he's like, you're all doomed, never come back again. <laughs> you know, you, you fucking love him. Like, he's cool, doomed. he's there. He likes to hang out in your cupboards and get beefaroni out. But uh, he just dies. He's like the first death. He's just like out of nowhere. Jason's like, he, he didn't even like, Jason didn't even kill him with heart. He was just like, you know what Jason did? Jason, uh, Jason, <clears throat> Jason killed his ass like a fucking Godfather part two. Like, you're going to die, Tony. If I was gonna pick the final girl of this movie, it would have been the blonde kid's girlfriend. Cause she seemed cool to me. She seemed like she was fun. She was like, I just, I want to go. Let's go. Let's go to Fr Let's go to Crystal Lake. I want to see it. I, we can tell our friends about it. I was. And on, he was like, I'm not doing. I was it. on his side. No, I was on her side. I was on his. Side. I was like, let's I'm go. Like, Are you fucking this high, camp bitch? Sucks ass. I'm not gonna let's go to Crystal Lake. Go and do something fun for once. Like when you're on vacation and your family wants to eat a fucking Cracker Barrel, you're like. We're on vacation! So, what, your whole idea is to go to the haunted fucking lake? Oh, let's stop. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, go, let's go to the haunted lake. Let's yeah, go to the go fucking... There. I would have gone, like, come on, guys. Horror fans, you would have wanted to go see the fucking Crystal Lake And camp. you would have died. So she goes there, and the cop that finds him is is douchebaggery 6000, but I liked his character because... Yeah. The, I think it's maybe the first time you even see Backhead Jason. Is he's driving down the street, and all of a sudden, some dude's like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dives into the fucking trees, and this, this cop is gung-ho as fuck. He's like, I'm yeah. going for it. And like you have this like twelve 
fucking minute scene of a fat cop running through the woods. Like, you even get to see him stop and be like, <sighs> and then run majestically Too many through the forest to catch him. And then you see Jason. Well, he got, you know, Jason made a ramshackle home, his love home, yeah. and he got a screwdriver to the back of the head. But for don't his you troubles. need a fucking warrant? Like, he just walks in, he's like, I'm gonna look in your toilet. And I, I like that I Jason he, has a toilet, by the way. Does like, he have a toilet? Yeah, he found the toilet. It wasn't That's weird. That doesn't make sense. I thought that Jason would just be shitting his pants running right. through the woods. I, I think the toilet was stuffed up. That's so weird to think of. I digress. That's a, that's a whole other video. Do Where's horror, Jason do poop? Ho, no, do, do horror icons take a poop? Michael's the most confusing Michael pooper. would. Michael's got to take a poop. You know, Freddy probably takes shits and laughs about In it. In his dreams. Right. But Michael, like, <laughs> Michael just shits his pants. Michael. <laughs> he wears a diaper. He's he stared at a wall for 15 fucking years. Yeah, I know. Like, I think he wears one of those, like, uh, NASA diapers, like that one girl that drove across states and just shit her pants. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like your, like your dick. The, the one scene where they're having sex, you got Mbop, the handsome kid who's having sex and apparently was with an underage girl. That's so fucking weird. You know That's what? That's why they made it so PG-13 yeah. where they were just like, <laughs> It's so weird that that girl was underage. Like, like, you know, like if you were an actor that's like over 18, like say you were 20 years old or 21 yeah. years old and you were cast Friday the 13th, they're like, okay, so your girlfriend is this girl. Uh, it's Christy or whatever or uh, Sheila and you're like okay that's cool I'm like I want you to have sex with her you're like um, okay that's cool I will do that and they're like but she's only 16 you're like <laughs> you're you like, film it? no you're like uh, what like I was like uh, you'd be like uh, <laughs> I was, like I, I just want you to take your shirt off and your pants but you can leave your underwear on yeah. and she's just gonna take her shirt off but really she's gonna awkward. keep her bra on and all you gotta do is lay on top of her and then make grunt sounds okay. and do, and you're like, very strange, uh, very strange. But the kill that happens like, with them, she's 16. Is very, it's re, it's reminiscent of Kevin Bacon's kill because it's a spear, right? He, they both get it through yeah. the same body at the same time. I don't remember the chick's name. I think it's the chick that wanted to bang the guy in the wheelchair. And she walks over and pulls the sheet down, and Jason's been taking a nap. <laughs> so, you know, old back yet, and he's I like jerking he, it. He was like laying in the bed, and he's like. B bitch! Because you see Jason rise up out of the bed, which is a badass shot. And the dude we were talking about earlier, he goes to see Butt Cheek Palace go skinny dipping, as you do, and he's mm -hmm. watching her skinny dip or whatever, and then he gets hung upside down, and he gets a good throat slit kill, but if you watch, it's done with the dull side of the blade. Like, it looks good, but if you watch closely, it's the dull side of the blade that he gets his throat slit with. Yeah. And then, hot chick comes out, and... She is hot. Jesus. She is smoking, yeah, man. She is. God damn. But she walks out, you never see her die. But what bothers me about the final girl is she's sitting there at the bar, and she's that girl, and, and we've all known one at some point of our lives, that she doesn't really have any actual troubles or problems. Like, she's got a great life. But you have a few drinks, and she wants to be. She wants everybody to feel sorry for her. She wants everybody. She wants to be the center of attention. So she starts like churning up these crazy fucking stories about Jason. She's like, "Well, I'm just really concerned about the psycho killer because he just loves his mom, and he had to watch his mom die." And they're like, "It's a fucking joke. Like it's a tale." And she's like, "I'm just really serious about this whole Jason thing right now. Like, I, I'm not really interested in partying." I'm just really upset about it. But seriously, it really concerns me about Jason. And like, what if it was true? What? And then one guy, Paul. This is why. I, this is why I like Paul in this instance because he's like, you're, I think you're drunk. You do have a little chase scene before she finds the uh, the, the Jason house, the head of of Luster. 
<laughs> the crusty old Bagu. That, that fucker's got problems. Before she got Bagu, before she finds the crusty Voorhees head, you've got a cool chase scene and a pretty cool scene actually. Is the, is the whole bag head chasing her down? She's hiding under beds and shit. Yeah, that's pretty neat. But she does turn up and she she comes into the to the room with Jason's mom's head in it, which is a penultimate scene. It's a badass scene. How do you feel, though, about the fact that she, because she's so deep and inside of this old Jason thing, she knows to put on the sweater and the hair and to tell Jason, like, Mother wants you to stop, well, Jason. Well, I'll tell you this. Is it is it bullshit? No, because I think that it was uh, it was alluded to early on child psychology. She's She had a child psychology major good point. in the very beginning That's of good the point. movie. And they brought that up yeah. multiple times, and she was talking about, well, she's like, what if this little kid saw his mother be decapitated? I gotta give it to you on that one. That's a good one. That's a fucking I'm good cop. one. Yeah. And you she's like, right. what, what would you do? You yeah. know, how would you handle that? And I think that's what Damn, you know, happened. Jay. I know, I went deep meditation. 99% of the time, I don't, you're full of shit. That was a good one, though. And she's able to communicate with Jason, and Jason does do this weird, um, Oh, oh! Then Paul jumps up like fucking the Undertaker in World Wrestling Federation. He's like, sleeper hold. I, I, Which know, pissed me off, dude. The, yeah, scene, the, the scene before that when Paul and him are wrestling, like Paul just walks in, he's like, fucking undercut, Punisher style. Like Paul's a dick. Yeah, kick. But just because Paul's worried about fucking the bears and their goddamn menstruation, he can fucking Punisher style fight Jason like nobody can. Well, you know what pissed me off about that pissed is me that off. the girl. It's like Buster Rhymes and Michael. Well, like, yeah, you I can't did. fight him. Well, the girl actually pissed me off in that scene because she's like, Paul, Paul. Yeah, she's standing there. You do something. Yeah, she, he's fucking getting his ass kicked, and you're like, Paul, 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 Paul. Like, bitch, I'm getting kicked my ass out of. Kill me. Throw me a fucking bar stool. At this, in this movie, Jason wasn't supernatural. Like he was just a dude in suspenders running around. He's just a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. For some reason, that shit spelled just like Maloney. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, he was just that guy that lived off the land, and so he wasn't supernatural. But when we, when you know, we think that Paul had died, and he chases her down, to the, you know, and all that scene went on with her child psychology thing and whatever. Paul just shows the fuck back up, like Undertaker, Ric Flair coming out of retirement, and be like, woo, <laughs> and like fucking body slamming him, and it's over, and then shoving a goddamn machete right, or no, she does. Okay, so finally, she does something important because when Paul is wrestling him to the ground, she takes the machete and drives that bitch right down Jason's fucking chest. Yeah. And, and go for the neck. You know the scene where Jason notices and his eyes like, fuck! <laughs> when he sees his mom's head. When you're late for work. Ah! He, sees the, he sees the alarm clock out of the corner. Fuck! He sees it and he's, he knows that she's fucking with him. When he does that, there's this awkward jump scene where like the pickaxe goes, <laughs> and like it pops up for a second and it blocks it. During that scene, she actually got too gung ho. She was too into her character and she swung too early and actually fucking stabbed him in the finger with the pick axe. The Italian guy? Yeah, the guy playing Jason. He had to go to the emergency room to get 13 stitches in his fucking middle finger. But when he got there, he still had the machete in his fucking thing. So he when, showed up. Oh, with the machete. Yeah, he showed that's up. Bad, that's rad as fuck, He though. showed up to the emergency room and he had this thing and he was like, Do you have anything for a headache? After the machete went through him, they decide to get the fuck out of Chinatown and go back to their cabin. All of a sudden, yeah, it, like they're gonna go back to their cabin. It was a fucking Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't. Okay, so the cops weren't called, right? Or maybe they did call, them, but we didn't see that. We didn't see them call no. the cops. I don't know what the fuck happened uh, because Paul was knocked the fuck out. Like he got 
fucking Macho Man by that hurt. He got Macho Man by fucking uh, Jason early on. So you know he did. Did he have time? Maybe he did off screen to call the cops. And they're all hanging out, and they're like backed against the window. But again, it telegraphed it. It's a clear fucking window. Yeah. You know something's gonna happen, and then like something's at the door, and she picks up the machete, and he's like, "Are you ready?" And like goes up, and it's gonna open Had the door. Had it not been for the first movie, clearly lulling you to sleep with that. When the dog shows up, and they have the close up, and and, and Paul's like, "Oh, it's it's okay," and she's like, <laughs> and then she's like right towards it. Yeah, but you know, then Jason, you know what? Perfect. Jason like breaks through the window, and I swear to God, this is the song that came on. It ain't been forgotten, not Joe. I've been married a long time ago. It ain't been forgotten, not Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? It ain't been forgotten, not Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Cause he had fucking like his all. He had the fucking mullet. His face it was all, two different people. Yeah, it was all warped up, and it was like he was like, ah. At first he was fucking Swole Eye Johnson, and he was like, dang, dang, dang. But, no, and then, but then you got the yeah. other periff, and all of a sudden he's Harry Joe Johnson. Yeah! And like, <laughs> like takes her away, and again, we have the, you know, O'Day to the classic ending. But the bullshit. You didn't need to do that. You didn't need to do that. The bullshit, man, of the whole thing is that nothing is explained. What the fuck happened to Paul? Yeah. Oh, it was just like it was. It was worse than the Halloween Six producers cut switch when she flies out of the fucking window and she lands on the ground, and all of a sudden we're in the fucking mental hospital. It was worse than that. No. In this, he jumps to the window. Next thing we know, people are just fucking pushing her, her, her well, part, and you don't know what happened to Paul. You don't know what happened to her. Did he tackle her and then go, ah, fuck it? There's a Black Friday sale. Well, Halloween Target. Six. Halloween Six is different though. If you're talking about the producers cut. Yeah. Versus, are you talking the Bruce? No, I'm saying like where that movie just like all of a sudden that that scene happens. Which one? The Loomis? Six. Yeah. When 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 they got the outside of the scene happens with the cult. There's two different. Oh versions. yeah yeah yeah. Like it's just he tackles her through the window and then all of a sudden she's just perfectly fucking fine. He goes, you know what? I don't feel like killing you today. It's your lucky day, bitch. I'm Brad Pitt yeah, Fight Club, uh, and tomorrow your cereal is gonna taste better than any cereal's ever fucking tasted before. She's on the back of a stretcher. The ambulance is taking her away, and she's like, Paul, Paul, where are you, Paul? And we don't even know Paul died. We don't fuck even Paul. Fuck happened. The one asshole you wanted to see die doesn't die. Where is Backhead? The bears can smell the menstruation. I'm gonna give this fucking movie a 6.5 because I still enjoy old Backhead myself. I like Backhead. I think Backhead is. Backhead Jason is one of the true, one of the purest representations of Jason that you could get. Honest to God, if you're talking about a guy that lives out in the fucking woods that that has a sole focus on avenging his mother, and after that just wants to be left the fuck alone, don't get on my property, bitch. And if you do, I will machete your asshole all the way to Greek times. Yeah, I liked it. Dude, I, liked I, it. I give it a six. I give it a little less of a score. I give it a, I give it a six, and it's only because of two things. A couple good kills, mainly fucking uh, wheelchair dude getting the fucking machete to the yeah, face and cool. going backwards. I did think that the mother scene was cool, like where they showed the the, the flashbacks. The head. I, yeah. I thought that was cool and interesting. No, no, just the head. And, and, and I liked how they zoomed in on it, and you, you kept thinking the eyes were gonna open, but they didn't. I liked that. I liked that Jason had this place in the middle of the woods. 
But mainly, it was just Backhand Jason. It's the only movie that you get Backhand Jason, so it's very special in its own right, just for that alone. So guys, comment down below, would you guys like to see a remake of Backhand Jason? Would you guys want to see that in theaters? And what are your all thoughts on Friday the 13th Part 2? All the shit we said below. We are doing all the Freddies, all the Jasons, all the Mikers, Mikers. Sounds like a piece of shit shit. Ding dong, who's got a biscuit? Fuck! <laughs> I don't. What are we doing? This Halloween we're doing we're doing skits for Michael Jason Freddy. We're doing fucking all that shit. Good times. Every single Michael Jason Freddy movie is getting reviewed. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you click the bell. YouTube hates us if you don't click the bell. And make sure to come back. They won't let you know when we make our videos because we're dirty. We talk about dicks. Backheads, you gotta hurry this up because I gotta pee. Stuff like that. JPing. We're wearing short shorts. Who wears short shorts? I we wear do. short shorts. And now I'm just trying to make it go longer so that you maybe piss a little. A little bit of dribble. Fuck it. I already Scott. did. Ooh. I'm gonna go right now. Gross. Ooh. That felt good. Can't fit here. <laughs> um, <but laughs> comment down below. We love your fucking faces. And if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some motherfucking wham up in you. God damn. You're all doomed. <laughs>Switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.